into a new week and a warm day. Monday afternoon on Colombo and Katie on 101.9941 News Talk STL. Blue. What was that? Uh oh, not the frog. What was that? <laughs> I had a glitch. I glitched. <laughs> News Talk STL. <laughs> Wow, that was weird. Okay, well, hello. I'm Tony. That's Katie. Hope you are able to at least a little bit enjoy this beautiful day out there. It is, the watch says, 70, oh, there's a, 79, 79. Oh, my gosh, but the wind is whipping. The wind oh, is whipping. Whipping. I sat outside you know for what a little I bit th- today. You know what I think about wind? <laughs> it's cool. Wind is cool. Wind is cool. I sat outside for a little bit today, and I came back in, and my hair looked like Farrah Fawcett. It was just like, oh, big, like that, good or bad? Well, like, like windy, like not like it was well done. It was just like big and just like, woof, that's the noise. I didn't realize that Farrah Fawcett always looked like she'd been in a windstorm. <laughs> yeah, that hair's that hair's pretty big. All right, I uh, mean, it fit it fit the criteria for the time, but looking back, that hair was big. That's big hair, and that's Win- what that's, I had. That's wind hair. That's wind hair. All right. Well, hope you're able to avoid the wind hair and then have a great day out there today. It's 80 degrees. It's going to be 80 degrees tomorrow. And then tomorrow is like 80 degrees in the afternoon and then below freezing tomorrow night. Did you see how quick it turns? But Look at your phone. Look at any forecast. Here, I'll go to the KMOV website right now. Why go to is Steve's. that? It is nuts. It is nuts. I don't think I've ever seen this on the same day. Oh my gosh, no wonder why everybody's sick. Okay, so looking at uh, the Channel 4 website. This is for tomorrow? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Dang it. This is why everybody is sick. I mean, I love the weather, so I really can't be too much, but... The high on Tuesday, tomorrow, is 83 the low tomorrow is 31. That's stupid. From mid 80s so to dumb. below freezing on the same day. That is so ridiculous. Is, what kind of is, cold front is that? That is crazy even for St. Louis. That is crazy even for St. Louis. 85 is like you can swim. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. When it's 85 degrees oh, yeah. outside. That's perfect swim. You can swim when it's 85 degrees. It is from swimming weather to below freezing. I've seen some numbers that have the low in the 20s. That's ridiculous. Steve's got it at 31. That is ridiculous. Thanks, St. Louis. That is, why does that ha- Tomorrow is going to be a wild ride. This is why people are so sick right now. Because the weather can't make a decision. This is what Puxatawney Phil. This is what... He's it, thrown everything into chaos. It's his. It's his fault. You're blaming Phil? I'm blaming Phil. I'm blaming the top hats. I'm blaming the coach. Top hats. The people wearing the top hats that put <laughs> Phil in and out of that <laughs> hole. All of them are to I'm blame. Blaming Phil and I'm blaming the top hats. Oh, stupid right. top hats. Well, sure. Whatever you got to do mm-hmm. to make yourself feel good about yourself. <laughs> it does. All right, where to start? I got lots of stuff today. I got local stuff. I got uh, national news. I guess we should start with the South Carolina primary over the weekend. As she said she would, Nikki Haley lost, as she said she would, but also staying in the race like she said that she would. She said uh, basically that she is putting it all on Super Tuesday, 
which I don't think is going to go very well for her either. Mm. But the South Carolina primary was on Saturday night over the weekend, and Donald Trump won. And that's Nikki Haley's home state. So you'd think that if she had any chance of a of a good showing in this primary process, it would have been on Saturday night in her home state. But Donald Trump won 60% to 40%, which I can't believe I'm going to say this because I know how ridiculous it sounds. That's closer than I think some people thought it was going to be. It's closer than I thought it was going to be, yeah. 20%. Yeah. I mean, that's still a landslide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's still a huge win. But when you're used to seeing numbers like, you know, when you're used to seeing him up by 40 or 50%, 20% doesn't look so. I, that is much closer big. than I anticipated. However, I it's still a landslide. And the uh, former UN ambassador is making good on her promise to stay in the race and is placing her bets on next month's Super Tuesday contests when 15 states or just over a third of all delegates will be up for grabs. She said, quote, America will come apart if we make the wrong choices. This has never been about me or my political future. We need to beat Joe Biden in November, and I don't believe that Donald Trump can beat Joe Biden. This was on Saturday night at a at a gathering of her supporters in South Carolina. She went on to say, quote, I said earlier this week, no matter what happens here in South Carolina, I would continue to run for president. I'm a woman of my word. I'm not going to give up this fight when a majority of Americans disapprove of both Donald Trump and Joe Biden. So Nikki Haley not leaving the race. However, I understand the case she's trying to make that the polls show that Donald Trump does not have the majority of Americans support across the country. So if he doesn't have the support of the majority of Americans, you could you could make the case that that means that he won't win the general election. However, those polls also show that Joe Biden doesn't have the majority mm-hmm. of Americans. But if that's going to be your basis, if that's good, if you're going to use those polls to make your argument, hey, look at all these polls. They show that Donald Trump doesn't have the majority of Americans on his side and we need to beat Joe Biden. So we we need, you know, we that's why we need somebody else besides Donald Trump. Well, if you're going to use those that those polls to make your case, those polls show that 80 percent of Americans don't support you for president. So you are not by your own argument you're an even worse candidate than donald trump so i'm not sure that i i'm calling to take a word from crane durham bunny stew on (laughs) nikki haley because first of all don't come at me and donald trump does this too i'm not running for myself yeah this isn't about me okay this isn't about me yeah this isn't about me okay and I mean the same with Joe Biden and same with Barack Obama and the list goes on and on. Yeah. There you've got to be you've got to have a superior ego to run to be the next president of the United States. You do. So first of all, bunny stew on that. <laughs> but the second part is and I couldn't agree with you more. If your argument is nobody wants Donald Trump or 50% doesn't want Donald Trump, it even when Ron DeSantis, even when Vivek Ramaswamy was in this, even when Doug Burgum was in this. Mhm. You ha- you have to put it in the position of are you the person to beat Joe Biden when it comes down to brass tacks? And Donald Trump is not ideal. 
He probably isn't ideal for a lot of people. But if it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden, who do you think would win? If it was Ron, De- even Ron DeSantis, this this election cycle against Joe Biden, who do you think would win? It's not ideal that Trump is the guy, but he is the guy. And he might, and he very well could be the only person that could beat Biden. I, I like Nikki. I like Ron. I even like Vivek. But I just don't think in 2024, those were the names to go up against even a weak, vulnerable, mentally unfit person like Joe Biden. Yeah. Well, I think they would all beat Joe Biden. You I do? don't think anybody would beat. I don't think anybody would lose to Joe. I don't think anybody can lose to Joe Biden right now. And if they can, then we need to have a long talk with every voter in America. <laughs> I man, I just yeah, like a long sit down with everybody. Like, are you serious? You're going to put this country in this position. I do think that Donald Trump is the in the best position to beat Joe Biden, but I just can't imagine. I just can't imagine anybody voting for you know what's you know what's really sucks to say, and it happened here, and it's happened over and over, specifically in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. This is why you and I have such you and I think differently about endorsements, but yeah. this is why I think name recognition holds so much weight, and those endorsements from people that as a name household name holds weight because yeah. even if you go to Missouri. Republicans would vote for, I'm sure, Nikki Haley if that was the nominee. But Joe Biden's name, even yeah. though he is the guy, he is who he is, still holds a massive more amount of weight yeah. than the Nikki Haley. That's and why what, I think that Joe Biden. I agree with that. I agree with the. I agree with the name recognition being probably the most important thing in an election. I don't agree that name recognition of the people endorsing you has. I. I I agree that we disagree on that, but I, but I completely agree with you that name recognition, just popularity or or just uh, awareness of a person is the, probably the biggest thing that you have to have to win an election, especially a national election. And that is exactly why I have said over and over again that I think that that's why Joe Biden wins is our, is still the best Democratic nominee. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, too. Mm-hmm. Which he's horrible. He's horrible. But I still think that he's got more name recognition and he's got more gravitas. Unbelievably, there's a word that should never go with Joe <laughs> Biden, but it does in this in this in this instance that he. Is a better candidate has a better chance of winning a national election over all the other Democrat candidates that have been floated out except for Michelle Obama, which I still don't know is real. If that ends up being real, then that's a different story. Mm -hmm. But I think that Joe Biden has more name recognition and more popularity across the country than Gavin Newsom, Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, J.B. Pritzker, Beto O'Rourke, all of the other Democrat names, Dean Phillips, who's the one running against him, even JFK or uh, uh, RFK Jr. Um, I think that he's got more name recognition and popularity with Democrats than all of those candidates. I still think he's a terrible, terrible candidate, and I still think that anybody could win against him literally any republican should be able to win 
that race, but I do think that he's still their best option. And I think that they know that, Mm -hmm. and that's why they keep limping along with him. I also think in this time, and I know that we've said this so many times, but in our climate right now, people are looking for someone that is like Trump. And they can push the ego and the self-centered you know, personality and the over-exaggerating, they can push all of that aside if Donald Trump can be the bull in the china shop. Yeah. That, you know. And if he can make things better. Yeah, and if he can, yeah, exactly, by shaking Because it's bad. It Everything's really bad right now. Really bad. The border is really bad. I'll probably go, you know, we'll probably actually do that story next. It's a terrible border story today, um, making news today. The border is is horrible. Crime is horrible. The just the unrest and with education and identity politics, people are people think that this country is in a bad spot right now, and they're right. And Joe Biden and his policies and the direction that his administration has gone is directly responsible for all of these bad things. So the people that were. Even even the people that were fed up with Trump in 2020, because there was some, there was definitely some Trump exhaustion. Yeah, yeah. In 2020, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of weirdness in that election as well, but there was also some. There was also an, a, with with Republican and conservative voters, there was some Trump exhaustion. People have either either enough time has passed that you that people don't really remember the level of that exhaustion, or they've which I think this, I think part two is more likely they're willing to put up with the things that they don't like about Donald Trump in order to fix the country. They're they're willing to yeah. put up with a president that is is, is perfect <laughs> that can do way. that can do no wrong that has never said or done anything wrong or never even misspoken his entire yeah. life and you know is is constantly on social media and you know calling people names and things like that they're willing to put up with all of that to fix the country yeah well i was someone that had trump fatigue i mean yeah. it's it wasn't that i disliked the guy it was just so much all happening at once but i'll take i'll take too much trump over nothing that ever happens with Joe Biden any day. I'll take Trump being everywhere, talking all of the time to every single person in the news. <laughs> uh, I, I'm saying that now, maybe three years from now, I feel differently, but I'll take that over you a would. over a man that goes to the beach and disappears for days while we're in crisis, over a man that doesn't talk to the press, doesn't do interviews, doesn't speak from the podium. I mean, the guy is nowhere to be found. And I don't know how we the pendulum swung the lights so far. Are yeah, it is. It's weekends only. <laughs> it's Monday. We're closed. The lights are out. <laughs> You're right. Oh yeah, yeah. And when the lights are on, the stories are that he's mean. Yeah, he's he's so hor- He's a horrible person. Let me say this too. It's so, it's so bad. What is? Just how bad he is. No, how mean he this, is. This report. Biden tells White House aides the key to his successful marriage with Jilly Bean. No, 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 no. Don't you say it. Okay. Is it yours? No, go ahead. I just don't want to throw up. 
is good. Mm-mm. No! 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 With no. Jelly Bean, with Dr. Jelly Bean. Nobody wants to think of their great-grandparents having sex. 81 years old, they say, he said he's alive. <laughs> 81 Katie's, years old, he Katie said he's a live wire. up on the microphone. Oh my God, I have tears in my eyes thinking about it. No, no, no. So they've got That's that a going. new interview? This is a new report. He said that recently? From a, from a book by one I of his aides. I got news. They're not doing that. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. But and maybe, that ain't happening. So she has to spoon feed him ice cream for dessert. Like both. Angry. He's not. They're both. Getting he's not revving the engine. That ain't happening. And this is what's happening in the. This is what Joe Biden is talking about. Apparently, this is what he's. The book that is coming out about successful marriages. This is the interview that we're talking about. Sex. They're, that's mm. what's happening in the Biden White House. Look at TV. They're talking about Nikki Haley vowing to stay in the race. I'm telling you, they listen. That is insane. That is insane. <clears throat> that's Not as happening. insane as what you just said. <laughs> Are you happy I read the story? Are you happy I read the report? <laughs> I can't. That's a new report. That's something that they're talking about now. He can't even, he has no idea where he's at. It's bad, you guys. Like, 81 year old commander in chief is fond of telling aides in the West Wing the key fond likes to tell the aides the, the key to the successful marriage. Mm-mm. That sounds, you know what, though? That does sound in character from everything that we've heard about him because he's always talking about how great he is, he's always talking about how smart he is how he knows everything because of his long career and you know he was senator vice president president so for him to be walking around pretending like he's some playboy on top of all of it yeah that's not that's perfectly in line with the with all of the reports that we've heard about joe biden he's cussing <laughs> at people when they don't agree with him yeah it's just so chaotic there okay Dave Sylvester loved that you said he ain't revving the engine. (laughs) He just commented. He ain't. I love that. Dave, he ain't. Dave, you know that he's not. Come on, Dave. You know that guy's not getting (laughs) getting it going (laughs) in the evening. Why was the emphasis good, too? Like, oh. Okay, sorry. No more speculation from me. I promise. Okay. I want to wrap up the Nikki Haley story because I do have some... uh, brand new numbers regarding you know she's saying that the polls are the reason she's staying in the race well I've got some polls regarding Super Tuesday that I want to give to you and then I just mentioned that border story the latest border controversy has prompted Donald Trump to make a day one promise if he is elected president I'll give you that story next as well on Colombo and Katie on 1019 and 94.1 News Talk STL For podcasts, articles, and more, find us on NewstalkSTL.com. Welcome back to Columbo and Katie on 1019941 News Talk STL. Well, I hope everybody was able to get to the bathroom and (laughs) throw up. Because that's what we want you to do. Get all that, uh, get the thoughts of Joe and Jilly Bean. Out of your 
brain. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Katie. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I want to wrap up this story about uh, South Carolina and Nikki Haley losing South Carolina 60% to 40% to Donald Trump on Saturday, but making the statement afterwards exactly what she said ahead of time. She said, quote, I said earlier this week, no matter what happens in South Carolina, I would continue to run for president. I'm a woman of my word. I'm not giving up this fight when a majority of Americans disapprove of both Donald Trump and Joe Biden. So I mentioned that she's using the polls as her reason for staying in, saying that Donald Trump doesn't have a majority of Americans on his side, so that's not good enough. Republicans need a different candidate. But again, if you're using polls to make your case, the polls are not on your side either, Mm -hmm. not even close. So I was looking, and there are four, there's 15 Super Tuesday states. Four of those states have conducted a poll in the last 10 days about the Republican primary. So those states are California, Vermont, Texas, and North Carolina. In California, the new poll says Donald Trump leads 64% to 17% for Nikki Haley. In Vermont, it's 61% for Trump, 31% for Nikki Haley. In North Carolina, it's 76% for Trump, 19% for Haley. And in Texas, it's 80% for Trump, 9% for Nikki Haley. Those are the four Super Tuesday states that have done a poll in the last 10 days. And her best performance is in Vermont, where she's losing by 30 points. That's her best. As of Valentine's Day, Donald Trump controlled 75.8% of all the votes that will uh, in the Super Tuesday states. So as of Valentine's Day, if you combined all the recent polls, all the most recent polls from all 15 Super Tuesday states, Donald Trump won, wins the, the all the states with an average of 75.8% of the votes. What is she It's doing? more than three quarters what of the is vote. She- I know that we talked about this, and I know that money there money is has to has to has be, to has, it has to, be. to because what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What is your team doing? Whenever you look at things like this, and you're not saying looking around at each other and saying to yourself, "It's probably time to throw in the towel." What is the next adventure for her? What is it? I don't know. Maybe that's why she's going all in here. Maybe this is the last. Hurrah! Push. Yeah, maybe after this, it's write a book and you know become a television personality, so you don't need to win any more elections. Nikki Haley's best chance, and I and I read this. That's exactly how it was written in this article. Best chance at victory. So as I'm reading that sentence, I'm like, okay, maybe there's one state where there's actually a story. Nikki Haley's best chance on Super Tuesday is in Massachusetts, where the most recent poll shows her at forty percent. And Trump at 55%. So her best, quote unquote, best state, she's losing by 15 points. It, it, uh, I don't know how to say this in a nice way. It's it's all over. I mean, and, and for her to use polls as her reason to stay because Donald Trump's polling numbers, national polling numbers don't have him over 50%. So I'm going to stay because the polls say I should. 
And this is not really what they're saying. This to, to me also isn't making me like Nikki Haley more. If that makes any sense. What does it make you? Is it desperation? Is that what is it? What does it put out more than to me? It's to this doesn't seem like an intellectual move. And that's why I would think that she was smarter than to keep going like she's going. So first of all, it it's not smart to me. But secondly, if this is about money, that's also a big turnoff. If this is about now, can it be about anything else? Now get get yours. Like if you have to get money, okay. But we always harpen back to this: where's the money coming from? Who are the people mm-hmm. funding this initiative? If it's about money. That is also a big, this whole situation is a big turnoff to me. I would have rather her got out like Ron DeSantis and go quietly in the night and work on whatever she needs to work on behind the scenes. But you're right in saying the desperation to keep going with numbers like 9%, it's like, girl, we're, what are we thinking? What, what else could it be besides money? What else could it be? What what else could be the reason to to stay in? I can't think of any other reason. It's not it's not support. She's not turning the tide. She's not getting better in the polls. She's not gaining favor. So there's no hail mary. That's it gonna has happen, to, right? What else could it be? It's got to be the money, right? I mean, well, it has to be. And. We say this about Trump, too, but this is also very true about Nikki Haley. The people have made up their minds. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not gaining anybody along with the campaign, especially after looking at numbers like that. Yeah. People are more probably turned off at the idea of being like, eh, don't really want to attach myself to someone that's losing that hard. When we talk about South Carolina, when she loses by only 20 points, (laughs) when when, when it was only... 60% 60% to 40%. And when we say, when there's a news organization that's making a story out of Massachusetts saying Nikki Haley's got a chance at winning Massachusetts because she's only down by 15 points, like that is stretching it as far as you can possibly stretch it. In any other year, in any other election, losing by 15, 20 points consistently is a landslide. And she's losing by. 20 and 30 and 40 points consistently. And now the problem with what Nikki Haley is doing is now that she's, I mean, she's definitely going to be qualified and classified as a never Trumper. And she's going to be classified as the anti-Trump person because of her position. Okay. But before this, probably get her a job at CNN. Maybe so. But before this, you know, people thought that they had some beef. Okay. But it wasn't to the degree of disdain that it is now. And I think that the, that does have a lingering effect because is so is Fox News going to hire her? Is I mean, is it going to be CNN a Chris Christie route? I think, they'll all, I think they would all hire her. And I think she knows that. And I think that maybe that's the next play. That's why she doesn't need to win another election. But yeah, she could definitely sit next to uh, Jeff Flake on CNN and be their Republican yeah. Voices on that network. She might a, that might which is be what joke. it is. Yeah, and make a panel of Jeff Flake, Chris Christie, and Nikki Haley. Uh, the latest border controversy has prompted Donald Trump to make a promise. Former President Trump blasted Democrat border security and law enforcement policies 
for the murder of Georgia student Lakin Riley. Did you see this story? I did. It's horrible. At the hands of an illegal immigrant vowing that, quote, when elected, he will immediately seal the border and begin, quote, the largest deportation operation of illegal criminals in American history. See, that's the kind of stuff that people want to hear. That's what I want to hear. That's the kind of stuff that people want to hear. And this is what we were talking about earlier. The the different the how fed up and frustrated people are with this with the state of the country due to Joe Biden. They want to hear somebody say that they have a plan to address these issues on day one. Trump said in a statement earlier today, this morning, Monday morning, on Truth Social, quote. Crooked Joe Biden's border invasion is destroying our country and killing our citizens. The horrible murder of 22-year-old Lakin Riley at the University of Georgia should have never happened. The monster who took her life illegally entered our country in 2022 and then was released again by radical Democrats in New York after injuring a child, which is true, which is true. There's This guy was arrested in New York for the, I can't remember the exact verbiage of the charge, but it was like for endangering and injuring a minor under the age of 17. And I think it was a seven-year-old. Kill him. So, yeah. That's where I'm at. Kill him. And then was released again by radical Democrats in New York after injuring a child. When I am your president, we will immediately seal the border, stop the invasion, and on day one... We will begin the largest deportation operation of illegal criminals in American history. May God bless Lake and Riley and her family. Our prayers are with you. So this 22-year-old girl was killed by a illegal immigrant who had been arrested already for hurting a child, let go, and just like just like we saw in in New York with the with the illegal immigrants that assaulted the police officers half of them right after that got on a bus and went to California so these many of these immigrants especially the ones that are committing crimes are traveling all over the country they're in New York then they're in California this guy was in New York and now he's down in Georgia and they just Disperse. They just move around and they keep getting released and nobody's doing anything about it. And then we have these horrible stories like this. Going back to the Trump comment and what you said about people wanting someone to make a promise. Mm -hmm. They also don't want people to be half ass anymore. Everybody is like, who is going to be the person that's taking care of business? Who is it going to be that's going to say We are going to do a mass deportation. We are going to clean up the border, whatever, however long it takes. This is what we want to hear because we we're sickened when it comes to people being criminals. And that's either crossing the border illegally or hurting a child and then being released into civilization, into the public again. Nobody wants anyone in leadership to be half-ass anymore there is no lukewarm when it comes to this situation there is truly you are either right or you are wrong Mm -hmm. and we see that proven 
right now with people saying sanctuary cities. That was supposed to be the lukewarm. That was supposed to be the middle ground. You can come here. We don't support illegal immigration, mass illegal immigration, but you can come here if you're here and we'll have a safe haven for you. That time has come come and gone. That is a time gone by. End the sanctuary cities. Mm-hmm. End this idea that we're wearing Joe Biden for president t-shirts as we're crossing the border. <laughs> and the I just saw somebody, I just saw um an illegal immigrant from Venezuela on a live stream talking about how happy he is by living off of taxpayer money. Yeah. He had the gall, the gumption to go on a live stream and talk about how amazing it is to be here illegally and to live off of the taxpayer money and how great how great his life is now that he's in America. Nobody's catching him, nobody can find him. That is where we are, folks. So this presidential election, I'm not someone that advocates for you being a one issue voter, but this issue is so much larger than just the border. It is national security, it is foreign policy. Yeah. It is so much bigger than five thousand people a day crossing the border. I don't know if you remember this. There was a, a story that made that got real popular in the headlines. I want to say about five years ago, but I'm so bad at that. So it could have been ten years ago. It could have been last year, but I feel like it was like five years ago that uh, a guy like a surf beach bum in California was living off of unemployment and government aid, and one of the big news organizations like 60 minutes or something like that 60 minutes or nightly news or whatever it was like followed this guy around for a day and it was like a day in the life of this guy and he was talking about how great his life is and he was like work is for suckers he's like i live great i have a little i have a little spot on the beach a little little like little apartment or a little house on the beach um he was buying like seafood with his food stamps and work is for suckers. Yeah, he was like, I surf all day, every day. I, I hang out on the beach all day, every day. Like he's like, I, I have a wonderful life and it's all paid for by the taxpayers. And Golly, you're the, wanna... and you're the suckers for letting me do this. If you're going to let me do this, I'm going to do it. He was, you, he had the most slappable face, like, the most punchable oh. face you've ever seen. But he was also right. Yeah. He was also right. This is what it so this those, is where the, we are. Yeah, the immigrants that say that, uh, yeah, it's they're they're not the good guys, but they're also not the only bad guys. They're just We're allowing out, that to happen. Exactly. They're pointing out everything that's happening that's wrong in our government. Yeah. <clears throat> you know who else points out some things that are wrong in our government? Virginia Cruda. From the Daily Wire. We're going to talk to her next. She's got a couple of stories right now. Articles up at thedailywire.com that I want to talk to her about. First, Biden mocked for claiming nine world leaders have said he's got to win Mm. in 2024. For the sake of the planet, nine world leaders have called Joe and said, Joe, you got to (laughs) win. Something tells me that. That's wrong. Something tells me this story is not entirely accurate. We'll talk to Virginia about that and more next on the Lamone Katie. For podcast articles and more, find us on NewstalkSTL.com. 
Welcome back to Columbo Kitty on 101.994.1 News Talk STL. Joining us on the line now, as she does every Monday afternoon at this time, is our friend Virginia Cruda from The Daily Wire. Virginia, thank you for being here. How are you, my friend? I am good. I'm, I still sound a little weird, man. <laughs> I Man, the, this is this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Virginia had one of the, had a real go with COVID uh, <laughs> over the last few weeks. I'm glad that you are feeling feeling much better. And uh, yes, for yeah. sure. I I feel fine. I just sound weird. Yeah, yeah. It's hanging on. When you had it, Katie, you you had the like the the no taste, no smell yeah, thing, right? I had the. And it lasted a long time, didn't it? Uh, yeah, I had the original COVID, yeah. and yeah, Virginia, if you remember that too, I didn't have yeah. taste or smell for months. That's for crazy. months, yeah. So yeah, they can they can definitely hang on for a little while. Oh uh, yeah. See, the only thing that ever happened to me with that, with, in that regard, was I I coffee tasted weird for like three months mm. the second time I had it. So yeah, which was a bummer because I like coffee. So <laughs> yeah, that sucks. It was just like this does not taste right. <laughs> So, Virginia, I wanted to ask you about a couple of uh, your recent articles at DailyWire.com, specifically the one about Joe Biden being mocked for claiming that nine world leaders have called him to say, quote, he's got to win in 2024, I guess, for the sake of the planet. Can you can you explain these conversations that the president's been having with world leaders? Okay, so the way he said it was like, you know, I I, t- I go around the world and I go to these summits and and uh, nine nine different um, nine different world leaders have like pulled me aside and said you've just got to win and because you know not not because um, not because of anything that'll happen in the United States but apparently their democracy wherever they are from he didn't really specify depends on Joe Biden winning in. Uh, you know what? If it was, is, if it, you know what? Actually, I was making fun of him, but I'm thinking about it. I could probably come up with nine, like Kim Jong Un. Yeah. He probably would much. He would probably much rather. That's ju- very happy about <laughs> it. Well, see, you're going the same direction that the people mocking him did, because that's kind of what they were getting at too. The, this idea that, like, but but here's the thing, and lest we all forget, none of those nine world leaders actually get to vote. Right. So what they want from us and and here and the other thing is what value I mean what do you what do you have to you have to think about who these nine world leaders could be and then how do they benefit by Joe Biden being president and why are we worried about any foreign country benefiting mm-hmm. because right, of our right, president? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why would that <laughs> You're so right. Like I, I mean, didn't even, I didn't even think about that global, part. Like, why should that even? Why should that even matter to any United States voter? Even if it was like you know, right. like you know, like An- Angela Merkel. Like, oh, oh she doesn't want. <laughs> she doesn't. Right. Well, she right, wants us to right. vote for Joe, and, so we'll vote for Joe. Like, who cares? Well, now here's the thing: if if it were something, and and if this were to happen with Donald Trump, I think that he would be more specific, probably. And not just say, oh, no, the world leaders yeah. came up to me and this, that, and the other. But suppose somebody like Merkel, or I mean, she's not, she's not, um, she's not in power anymore. Right, I don't right. Think. No, you're right. But but whoever is in power in Germany or or in uh, Poland, for example, if they if they were to say, hey, look, 
with Joe Biden as president, we are at greater risk for, of uh, of a threat from Russia because of X Y Z. Or if Joe Biden is president, we're at greater risk because of this national security concern. Because when Joe Biden says he's going to back us up, we don't believe him. But when Donald Trump says he's going to back us up, he's got, you know, only president in my lifetime to not start new wars. You know, he actually has a reputation for sticking it to foreign powers that he thinks mm-hmm. are getting a little too... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you, did, you get the idea? Did he even uh, mention any names in this? Yeah. Did he no. mention, or did no, he no. give any any clue about who he's who talking was. about, or is he just no. uh, just pulling it out of his butt? He, he didn't give any, and of course, the you know the response was, well, who's benefiting from from Joe Biden being president? You've got Zelensky in Ukraine, right? Yeah. You've got um, Putin in Russia because nobody's stopping him. That's or nobody true. was. Preve- I mean, he, and he straight up admitted one, he preferred Hillary over Trump. Two, he waited until Trump was out of office to invade Ukraine again. Mm-hmm. And three, he'd prefer Biden over Trump. I mean, how how many times does this stuff have to come out yeah. before people are like, oh, I'm sure Xi well, Jinping would rather um, would rather Joe Biden remain in office than Donald Trump. As I said, I'm sure that Kim Jong Un. Uh, you know, right. like I think we can find. I think we can definitely pick out some people that would definitely prefer Joe Biden to remain in office. I wanted to ask uh, you. I want to ask Mexican president. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, probably Trudeau. Trudeau also. There's another one for you. You can add him to the list. So maybe he wasn't lying. Maybe he just. Uh, maybe we just weren't thinking of the right world leaders. I wanted to ask you about yeah, another yeah. article. First of all, I got to say this too. I love reading your articles at the Daily Wire. We 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 publish we we link a, a bunch of these articles too on our website newstalkstl.com so you can go to our website and check out a lot of Virginia's work as well. I don't know if you're the one who picks out the pictures for your articles. Yes. Whoever yes, is doing a great job of the thumbnail pic and then the pictures inside the article. So there's another one that I wanted to ask you about. Joe Biden admits that he has worked <laughs> alongside real racists. Yeah, but the but that? the Republican, but today's GOP is even worse. Hold on, Joe. What? <laughs> like I yeah. know what it's like. I know what it's like to hang out with racists. Let me tell you about that. Like, what is? Yeah. Could you tell us about that story a little bit, please? Okay, so he's talking about. He mentioned Strom Thurmond by name. Now, if you know if you know about uh, anything about Strom Thurmond, he was a Democrat. And then he was a Dixiecrat, and then he was a Democrat again, and then he was a Republican. And so he kind of shuffled around to wherever, whoever would have him. But his general principle was, I like segregation, and whoever else likes segregation, that's who I'm going to caucus with. Mm -hmm. And he was not. um, Now, he's also the guy that Joe Biden said, well, I convinced him to come around on... uh, on uh, the Civil Rights Act. Well, he didn't. He didn't. The Civil Rights Act of 1964, anyway. Strom Thurmond filibustered it, the longest filibuster in Senate history. And he also did not want it to pass. Like, he, he didn't He didn't vote for it. Now, in the 90s, Joe Biden did convince him <clears throat> to vote in favor of an update to the Civil Rights Act, which had to do with applying the principles outlined in the original Civil Rights Act to certain business transactions. And so he, so Joe Biden got him to vote for that one. Mm-hmm. 
But the way Joe Biden puts it is, yeah. I got him to come around on civil rights. Yeah. Well, he never actually In voted the for the Civil yeah. Rights Act. Right. All right. So, so that that that's what. So he mentioned Strom Thurmond by name. He leaves out the part that he eulogized Robert Byrd. Oh you know, yeah, Cyclops of the KKK. KKK. Right? Yep. <clears throat> yep. And that was while he was a sitting vice president. He did that. Yeah. I, was in, I think it was 2010. Um, but so he, he doesn't mention any. And he says, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. The, this is we, I served with real racists like these guys. And today's Republicans are worse because they don't believe in the Democratic process. Mm, right. And he doesn't explain how the Republicans are not believing in the Democratic process. Yeah. And he also doesn't explain why him ignoring the Supreme Court and forgiving millions and millions of dollars in student loans against the orders of the Supreme Court right. is right. adhering to the democratic process. The, the quote, Republican and you have, this, you have this in your article, the quote is, um, uh, I've served with real racists. I've served with Strom Thurmond. I've served with all these guys that have terrible records on race. But guess what? Republicans are worse. They don't believe in basic democratic principles. Well, hold on. First of all, none of those basic democratic principles that you're having an argument with are have anything to do with race. And this, what is what a strange flex yeah. <laughs> to say, totally. like, hey, you want to talk about racists? I've been friends. I've yeah, worked with racists for years. My colleagues, yeah, great stuff, Virginia. Unfortunately, we are out of time, but I highly recommend people check out all of Virginia's stuff at thedailywire.com. And, of course, every Monday afternoon with us here on Columbo and Katie. Have a great rest of your day, Virginia. Thanks for your time. You too. That is Virginia Cruda from The Daily Wire. And we are going to have another guest join us. Uh, Speaking of Monday afternoons, every Monday at 3, we talk to Rob Carter. And he joins us next on Columbo and Katie.